welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome, Toastmasters, to part two of this week's Talk Show for Talkers. It's a special week and the holiday season, and we're bringing you a look at some of the interviews that we've had over the past few years. And this week, we're going to be introducing a very famous Scotsman who is well known in District 71. He's a very funny man and he makes wonderful speeches. Mr. James McGinty. At this section of the show, we have our interview, and we have a fantastic interview. And this interview was done live at the conference, and I'm going to hand over to Tom Hebel, because Tom was the gentleman who was doing all the hard work at the conference this weekend. Thank you, Ted. Well, that's very flattering. I was also joined by Moira, who set up uh, the, the entire audio uh, for, for the interview and, and made sure we had a room to do it in. Uh, we managed to snag... James McGinty, the winner of the Humorous Speech Contest uh, in Dublin this year. And we had a couple of words uh, with him about his experiences in Toastmasters. Now, if you've tuned into this show before, you will be familiar with the format of our interviews that Ted normally does. And we stuck to that same format this time around as well. So you've got a lot to, to look forward to. But it's worth pointing out that we did actually interview James last year uh, not last year, last May, because in the Spring Conference he was the winner of the uh, evaluation, evaluation contest. Yes. But uh, I think you'll—it's worthwhile listening to him again. Yeah, and I would like to say that James is one of these gentlemen with a big heart and a fanta- big voice. So he's fantastic. Yes, and he's a veteran yes. of Toastmasters. Let's tune in. Hi, James. My name is Tom. Thanks for for being here for spending your time with us. Now, um, for the talk show for talkers, we like to pose five different questions to the people we're interviewing. Okay. So today you won the humorous speech contest here in, in, uh, in Dublin. Yes. Yes. How many times have you competed before? In the humorous speech contest, this is probably the 10th time I've entered. Wow. And I've got to the finals on three occasions. Three occasions, yeah. right. That's, that's a fantastic achievement. So you've been doing this for the last 10 years, roundabouts. Yeah, I joined Toastmasters 12 years ago, and somebody persuaded me to go into a contest the very first year. Yeah. And I failed miserably. <laughs> but people laughed, and I got a buzz from making people laugh. So I just built on it and built on it and built on it. And despite the fact that I've now reached the pinnacle, I'll be entering again next year. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So let's get on with our questions here. First of all, what brought you to Toastmasters originally 12 years ago? I was a member of a speakers club in Glasgow about 20 years ago. And I was right. sent there by my company because I was an IT trainer and they felt I needed a little bit more presentation skills training, and they were too cheap to pay for a course. So they sent me to a speaker's club, which right. wasn't part of Toastmasters, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. I, I, I discovered that I liked having an audience, that maybe because I was a trainer, I was used to an audience, and then I had a bit of a lull in my life, and I had a, 
spare time. Yeah. And I looked for another speakers club and I found Toastmasters. So I joined Toastmasters knowing what speakers clubs were like just because I really enjoy the whole speaking thing. That's fantastic. Good stuff. And what has been the greatest benefit to you of Toastmasters then? Oh, Following on from yeah, that. The, the benefits have been huge. Uh, about three years ago, my wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Right. And having been with Toastmasters, it gave me the confidence to leave my job, move back to Scotland, because I was living in England at the time, and take up a career as a professional speaker. Wow. And I could not have done that with, without, Toastmasters. without Toastmasters. And I'm still building that career. Yeah. I'm not earning enough to pay the bills yet, but it's going in the right direction. I'm starting to get bookings, and I'm really confident in my abilities because of Toastmasters. That's fantastic to hear. That's a real, real motivational story. Thank you for that. So uh, what has been your biggest Toastmasters challenge then? My biggest challenge in Toastmasters was I completed my DTM, the Distinguished Toastmaster Award, about seven years ago. Uh And that's kind of the pinnacle. And the challenge was to stay interested. Not to say I've got to the top, look at me, look how good I am. The challenge was to go and find other avenues, find ways to do things. And the challenge has been to try and excel in all areas of public speaking. Some people like to do inspirational speeches. Some people like what we call the table topics. Some people like the humorous speech. I found that I wasn't very, well, I was quite good at evaluations, but not as good as most people. So I started to look at how to do better evaluations so that I could help other speakers and that was the challenge, and I'm now getting quite good at evaluating and mentoring people and helping them in their journey. Fantastic. Wow. Good stuff. So what would you then change about Toastmasters? Maybe to make things a bit easier for for members? I would make it more difficult rather than easier. (laughs) One of the things about Toastmasters is... It is there for everybody, right. but there, there's no pass-fail. And it means you can get up, you can do a project, and even if you didn't do it very well, you move on to the next project. And theoretically, you could do 10 projects and be no better than you started. Yes. So I would like to see some way of people, somebody saying to that person, yes, you achieved those objectives. Most people do, but I think it would improve the standards if there was some way of saying, you met the objectives or you didn't meet the objectives, let's have a go at that project again. I like that. I like that a lot. The idea that a that, uh, person shouldn't necessarily be able to just waffle their way through the program, Absolutely, right? absolutely. So that, that's the one thing that I would change. Not everybody would agree with me, but that's the great thing about Toastmasters is... We can have disagreements, we can have discussions, and hopefully at the end of it, best practice bubbles up to the top. Yeah, fantastic. And I thought I think we saw a lot of uh, best practices today at the contest, definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah, the yeah. standard in there today uh, was absolutely Very amazing. High. Yeah. And I would have said that between myself and the runner-up, you would have been hard to insert a cigarette paper. Uh, <laughs> it really was. Uh, his speech was brilliant. <laughs> And the lady who placed 
thought yeah. was just wonderful. Yeah, it was a fantastic. different type of speech, but she was just wonderful. And to spend that time in character without missing a beat was absolutely remarkable. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a very, very high standard today. So I guess, you know, to kind of sum things up, we've got a final question. I think you've kind of indicated to us what the reasons might be, but what keeps you coming back to Toastmasters? It's, it's enjoyment. Yeah. Every time I go to a speaker's club, right. I come away happier than when I went in. So I go to Toastmasters, and I just get a buzz out of it. I like to help people. I like when people offer me points for improvement. And I like that, although I've been doing this for so long and I've achieved the top level at Distinguished Toastmaster, yeah. and I've now won the Humorous Speech Contest, that next week when I go to my Toastmasters club, someone will offer me a nugget of advice that will make me better. And that's why I keep coming back. I love it. And I think we heard a similar sentiment from, from Craig Valentine that there's always something you can improve. There's always something to, to build yeah. upon. Yeah, I hope uh, and towards, Craig learned yeah. something from my performance today. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he probably did. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much for that, James. Yeah, thank you very much. And best all. of luck in the future. Yeah, thank you. Good stuff. So I hope you enjoyed that interview with James. Certainly... I found it very interesting. I found him a very interesting man to talk to. And I actually had the opportunity of talking to him again after the Table Topics competition, which James also took part in, but uh, sadly he didn't get placed. And we had a wind-raging conversation. And I'd like to bring you a piece of this conversation which where he talks about his... Uh, personal circumstances and this is this is something which I hope will be inspirational to you and uh, certainly was to me and that you'll be able to take this away and and think a bit more on it so let's listen to what James had to say how has Toastmasters changed you Toastmasters has changed me in one remarkable way and that is that I, like everybody else, when I joined Toastmasters, I wanted to be a better speaker. I wanted to progress through the system. But because of the rewards that I got from that, it's changed me in that I'm now much more keen to help and mentor other people and to, to give them advice, to give good evaluations. Mm -hmm. It's made me a much more analytical person and a much more helpful and giving person. So really, it's, it's, if I may uh, use the word, it's made you more rounded. Um, I think anybody that sees my speech from yesterday will realise just how physically rounded I am. But yes, as a speaker, it has indeed made me a much more round person. Yeah. I, I have to congratulate you really on how self-deprecating you were in your speech yesterday. And this is, I have to tell you that James is a gentleman of certain stature. <laughs> and his speech was basically about his weight. And it, it took, I think, a lot of courage to be so open, albeit, I know, in a friendly atmosphere, but it was a, com a competitive atmosphere. Was that difficult for you to do, or did it come naturally to you? It was a tremendously difficult thing to do, uh, because I, I'm not really particularly self-conscious about my weight, and it's, I've, I've managed to get 
to this weight in a fairly steady process over about 25 years. But all of a sudden, I felt, you're getting a little bit older, you need to look at your health, carrying too much weight's not a good idea. And I had a bit of an epiphany uh, that, a little spark that I thought, do you know, something funny happened there, this could be a funny speech. And then I moved on to being a speech about weight and I thought, this is probably something that's worth doing. And lots of people have come to me since that speech and said that really, really resonated with me. That, that made me think about my weight. And since I started writing that speech, I've actually lost about 12 pounds. And other people have said it's inspired them to start losing weight. So yeah, it was difficult, but it looks like it's been a good thing to do. Congratulations on the weight loss. Would you consider maybe taking this speech to outside of Toastmasters, to let's say weight loss clubs or um, to hospitals or other places uh, where it can be inspirational? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think that having listened to the audience laugh so heartily, mm but still get the message I think could make a difference to people and if there's anybody at all that's out there that's interested in hearing that speech or think there's a group who could do with something that is a little bit inspirational but in a humorous and light-hearted yes. manner I'd be more than happy for other people to hear it yeah. James McGinty, thank you very much for your time and congratulations on your success Thank you very much, Moira. The inimitable James McGinty from 2016. Tomorrow at the same time, we'll be bringing you the interview that we conducted at a very great distance because it was between Cork and Sri Lanka, but it was with the 2014 world champion of public speaking, Dananjaya Hetiarachi. We'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.